Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Thank you. Love you guys. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate your humor. Hot Radio Maine. You guys have an awesome radio show. Maine's hit music channel. Of course you would say the highlight of your weekend was the weekend's performance, but there was a lot of critics. I saw on Twitter, everyone was loving it. And then I went on Facebook and all the old people I'm friends with in my family were like, what the hell was that? Yeah, I think if you were not a fan of the weekend, you were not a fan of the uh, performance. I know. I was very confused by the people that didn't like it. I knew every single song. I was like, ah! I was so excited for him. And I think that you have such a uh, a wider audience at the Super Bowl. So right. you have like your old aunts and uncles watching who have no idea who The weekend is. I know. It was crazy to watch because I remember I started listening to him when I was like 15 years old. Right. And just seeing where he is now. I mean, he didn't. so PG. I was like, who is he? He didn't show his face when he first was dropping those mixtapes. So you I had know. no idea who he is from, from going from the mystery man to being the halftime man is kind of wild for I him. I felt proud of him. The trajectory of his career. Like, congratulations. That's amazing. I know. It was really exciting. I thought he did a great job. I thought the performance was good. I know he had to tone it down a little bit. I've seen him live a couple times because of uh, the content. He definitely toned it down. But it was still edgy as far as, like, uh, halftime performance for the Super Bowl goes. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was dope. And it was just cool to see, like, a live concert, kind of. I with know. People there, and think about they said that he spent an extra seven million dollars out of his own pocket for that performance. And I saw some people talking about, well, what, what did the seven million dollars go to? You see how many like dancers he had that were part of the routine? So many dancers, and so many, um, I don't even know what you would call them like the walls of lights, right? And changing colors to make yeah. it look like he was in a room. And I just assume that the challenge is to put together a show this year, you can't even compare it to years past because of uh, all the protocol that's in place, right. So all those dancers, they got to get tested. Everything uh, had to cost a ton of money. So I get where the $7 million went. I will say, though, my one little hmm about it is that I fully convinced myself that Ariana Grande was going to show up. I imagined this whole thing where after he was done performing Blinding Lights and there was like a second of pause, I imagined that while he was down on the field, she was going to be back up on the stage and those little doors that kept opening where he would come in and out of, those were going to open and she'd be like, tell me something and then they would perform their song this was his moment and then when it stopped when they were like that was the halftime show i was like (gasps) no guess i know and i had been like following this uh celebrity news blog and they were saying that there were going to be musical guests and there were zero Nah, i think he took the moment and he's like you know what i'm doing this all me maybe you don't know my songs i'm gonna do some old songs i'm gonna get people familiar let's get it uh his moment in the spotlight and i think he took it so congratulations the weekend i was a fan of the halftime performance i know some people out there were a little salty by it but i liked it i'm also a fan of the weekend so it makes sense for me i gotta take seeing tom brady get his seventh championship and he was the mvp and it was great to see him and gronk connected on two touchdowns i you know i just kind of blocked out the whole tampa bay thing and pretended like i was rooting for the patriots last night. i think a lot of people did that uh but it was amazing to see tom brady is officially the goat i don't want to hear anything about the referees making bad calls or giving it to him that was uh they trounced him they, they crushed him so they couldn't even get in the end zone 
I'm a big fan of the fact that Tom Brady now has seven championships. So I'm going to take that as the highlight of my weekend on a personal level. I just had a good solid weekend. Did you actually make your jalapeno poppers? You know what? Uh, I zoomed in and they looked frozen. <laughs> I'm going to leave that up for uh, debate. And I know the brand too. We talked about <laughs> snack food for the big game on, did you get your brownie bites? I did. We talked about snack food for the big game uh, last week, and I said I was going to make jalapeno poppers, and I had jalapeno poppers at the big game. Yeah, but you didn't make them. You heated them up. I did not heat them up. No, they came hot. Oh, so you got takeout. I did. I was on my way to the store to get all the ingredients. I had all the recipes that people texted in last week, and I said to myself, I should support a local restaurant this weekend, and I, I should convinced. I should purchase, <laughs> I should purchase takeout for the, uh, for the Super Bowl. I was convinced that they were like the farm rich brand from Hannaford. No. I was like, I think those look familiar. Also, why did you put them in glass bowls? That's all I have. Why didn't you just leave them in the takeout boxes? You're a fraud. I tried to be a fraud on it. I'm, I'm a confessing now. Oh I wanted, because I knew you, it was specifically for you because I knew you were going to look and be like, did he make those or not? And if I put them in the takeout boxes, you would have known that they were Obviously. takeout. So I put them in the bowls yeah, so you would think that I made them. are like, mm. That made me raise an eyebrow. <laughs> you know who's having a great day today? You know whose highlight of the weekend was Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl? Tom Brady? Well, besides him. <laughs> French Montana. Why? Before the game, French Montana uh, posted that he put $250,000 on Tom Brady and Buccaneers to win. I wish I had that kind of money to and, bet. And uh, he definitely he definitely won. And then, <laughs> then he posted a picture of himself in the weekend later and said, Secure the bag, Tampa. Uh, it's not it's not Tampa anymore. It's Tampa. Tampa. When you uh, when you bet two hundred fifty thousand dollars on Tom Brady, you can rename the city after he wins the Super Bowl. Uh, Tampa, congrats, my brother, and you tagged the weekend in this picture of him. So French Montana not having uh, too bad of a day today after his uh, big W yesterday. Having a bad day today is Fat Joe. He posted a picture looking sad on Instagram. He bet on Mahomes. Wait. We vibe, vibe right here. Hot mornings with Brian Lawn and Tara Fox. We're taking a break from the ski passes. We have something new that we're going to be giving away this week. Uh, really excited about this. We got Valentine's Day on Sunday. This would make a perfect Ooh, date. La, la. Or you could just go with a friend or a family member. It's always fun over there at the rink at Thompson's Point. If you haven't been, great place to go out and casually skate and have a mm -hmm. good time. Um, the rink at Thompson's Point right here in uh, Portland. We have free admission and we have free skate rentals. So if you don't own your own yeah. skates, we got that covered as well. Uh, we're hooking uh, somebody up with a pair of passes for both, and we're going to do that before at 9. The question for today is going to be, since we had so many armchair sofa critics last night no, right? for the halftime performance, we want to know what? If you could pick anyone to perform at the halftime show, who would it be? Who would it be? 207-807-1104. You think you know better than everybody else? Yeah, for real. Who would you have chose? You're in charge of booking the halftime performance. Who would have been your pick 207-807-1104 207-807-1104 i know you love the weekend yeah are you gonna say I have a backup though okay so it can't be the weekend for you right. even though we're both pro weekend we both thought yes, the show I thought he did a phenomenal was great job. i thought halftime was amazing props to him i love the fact that he did it solo and he took mm -hmm. the spotlight all for himself he didn't need any extra guests he's like this is my moment i remember uh watching i think it was the orpheum theater in boston for his uh one of his
his first tours that he went on. And this was like right after he started revealing his face because he was the right. mystery man for a little bit. And that show was wild. The videos, the lights, and it was in a smaller venue. He was playing like porno on the mm-hmm. background while he was performing. So he had to tone it down a little bit from, from those days for the uh, halftime show. But I thought he did a great job. Yes. Plan B for you would have been what? Ariana Grande. Oh, because you wanted her to come out as yes. a special guest with The weekend. I was literally fantasizing about them singing their song together. I don't know. I just love them both. And I love when they collab. And on his little 18 track album that he released, Super Bowl weekend, that song, Love Me Harder, was on it. So I was convinced ah, she was going to come out. I get where you put one and two together. I and got then it. I went back after and looked at it. And I was like, well, actually, he didn't perform all these songs. So it must have just been because, you know, after they perform and then they all their songs are like in the top 20. Yep. I feel like it was just easy access for people going to find well, him. Those are for all the old people that were watching the game that had, <laughs> had only heard Blinding Lights maybe. And so they put that out. That's like the QVC album. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like exactly. the old people are like, that weekend guy, I kind of liked him. Let me see what else he has. So they put together that mm-hmm. uh, highlights album for everybody that was just discovering him uh, yesterday. So Ariana Grande would have been your pick. And then Ariana Grande brings out The weekend. Yes. All right. Love it. 207. I think, first of all, The weekend was great. I think he did a great job. And I'm trying to think of who I would go with. And the first person that always pops into my mind in these scenarios is somebody who's already done. Right. I know it's hard. So I'm going to still go with that again. I think that uh, she should do it every year is Beyonce. Yeah, that was an amazing performance. That was a great performance. No one forgot about that. No, <laughs> nobody forgot that performance. So Beyonce, and i like to see, did Jay-Z come out during that performance? I don't think he did. I think it was all Beyonce. <laughs> I say no one forgets it and now we don't remember. No, but I want to see Beyonce and Jay-Z. That would be uh, a No, it was pick. like Bruno Mars or something. Bruno Mars was a different year. Was Bruno Mars on the Beyonce year? I don't think so. I think he was. Did he come out with it? Yeah. Was it Bruno and Beyonce? I'm pretty sure. Google well, it right now. clearly I forgot on the performance. So I need another one from Beyonce. I can tell you every... Beyonce and Bruno Mars, Pepsi Super Bowl 50. Oh, wow, you're right. They were on the same one. Why did I have those as separate memories in my mind? I don't know. Everything's a blur these days. Because you just remembered her and no one else. But I also remember the uh, remember the Bruno Mars performance where he was great too and crushed it. I think he might have done it his own a year before though, right? I don't know. Anyways, I'm going to have to Google that. It was Coldplay, Bruno Mars, and Beyonce. I don't... I don't think Jay-Z was there. I can honestly tell you I don't remember Coldplay at all ever doing what? it. What? So... <laughs> with Beyonce. 207-807-1104. 207-807-1104. Everybody was a critic yesterday. You're in charge now. Who would you pick to perform at halftime? All right, so here's why I get confused. Ready? Yes, tell me. 2013, Beyonce did it by herself. Okay. She brought out Destiny's Child, though, for a little uh, cameo during that. Then 2014, Bruno Mars did it by himself. And then in 2016, they were together? 2016, Coldplay was the headliner and brought out Beyonce and Bruno Mars for that performance. Okay. That's why all my memories were getting mixed up because there was multiple shows, yada, yada. So that's where it was laid out. If you were wondering some other performers, 2015 was Katy Perry. That was the shark moment. Remember mm-hmm. that? Uh, 2017, Lady Gaga, where she like jumped out of the stadium was the Amazing. viral moment from that. Justin Timberlake was 2018 with the selfie kid. Uh, Maroon 5 uh, was last year with Travis Scott and Big Boy. I forgot last year. So I'm like, who performed last year? And I was like, oh yeah, Travis Scott. Maroon 5. <laughs> oh yeah. Big Boy. And then of course, uh, the weekend this year. Samantha from Gardner, you're in charge of booking the town for the next halftime performance. Who is performing? Cardi B. Ooh, okay. 
<laughs> now the weekend had to tone it down a little bit for a television uh, PG for the uh, family audience. Do you think Cardi B would be able to do that? Like, how does she perform WAP? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She's got a, she's got a lot of hits with other people that I think she could do. She wouldn't be able to tone it down on the outfits, but I feel like she'd be able to pull it off. There you go. So skip WAP from the playlist and maybe yeah. sneak in a few others <laughs> and just have a bunch of special guests. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm all bored for that. I would watch it. I'm just thinking like family friendly, but uh, I'm with yeah, it. I mean, weekend was bad either i just think that the the psychedelics that he was doing and the head bopping was a little weird but i mean the music was fine yeah everybody loves the hits i love a little weird <laughs> i knew that that's the direction he was going to head in because that's kind of yeah. like how he's been promoting this whole album so i'm like this right. is going to be a little bit trippy and obviously the uh selfie cam that he was doing in the room of maras that was what i don't know i feel like it accomplished his goal though i think like he wanted a meme moment and he got it with that uh got it. with that mirror oh, yeah. room Samantha from Sanford, who are you picking to perform at your halftime show? So I wanted to say that I agree with you that I think The Weeknd did amazing. Yes. Um, so, but if I had to have my pick, I would say Bruno Mars. Bruno, he's already yeah, up I there. Yeah, I miss him. I miss him. He's, he's a performer. Yeah, Br Bruno Mars is great. Like, I want him to perform at my wedding. He is That's a really I'm good performer. He's like a hype man. I could be crying and his music comes on and I love him. He crushed it. He did 2014, he did by himself. Yes. And then 2016, yep. he came out with Coldplay. Yep, I think he's amazing. I would have totally watched a whole other show from him. I just know that now because I was uh, so confused earlier that I had to look up the whole timeline yeah, and see the performance. Oh, like who did? Yeah. Bruno Mars. Favorite Bruno Mars song? Oh, my God. 24K, yeah. uh, Uptown Funk. Uh, I, I, I would have to say Uptown Funk probably brings, like, the biggest vibe, you know? For sure. What about so, Grenade? No, you can't do Grenade um, at the halftime show. <laughs> no, he, uh, no, that's not, that's not a halftime show. I never understood. <laughs> he found somebody that he was willing to take a grenade for? I didn't get that song. That song always bothered me. Uh, really? Like, it's not that serious. Like, you'll, you're going to move on, Bruno. Like, a grenade? Don't do it. Um, Kayla from Lewiston, who's your pick? Okay, I couldn't pick one, so I would have to have Demi Lovato and Halsey. Oh, that could be a really yeah. good combo. Yeah, I, that's like that would be like my ultimate halftime show. I see potential. <laughs> you cheated there by picking yeah. two, though. Oh, okay, Max. well, if I only could pick one, I would pick Demi, but I really love Halsey. Yeah, Demi is a powerhouse. Love her so much. Her national anthem was my favorite, and she would rock a halftime show. Her national anthem was pretty good, but nobody tops Whitney Houston's national anthem I watched that Absolutely. I watched that the Never. other day somebody posted it on uh, their Instagram feed I'm like oh my god I forget how amazing it was and every time I see it I'm just blown away she crushed it, it it, she, it will never, that will forever be the best one for sure. Amanda from Bangor, if you're in charge of the next halftime show, who is going to perform? So it would be Pink. She is already on my bucket list to see live and she rocked that Grammy award show. She was just amazing in that one. So I think she could do a really good job with a halftime show. Her performances are always like full of like stunts and I just picture her like hanging from like Swinging. hoops from the ceiling and everything yep. like that. <laughs> she, that is like my favorite performance ever. I don't think she's ever performed at a halftime show. She she turned it down one year, and she's done the national anthem another year, but uh, she's never been the, the main talent. So, fingers crossed. <laughs> Hello? Hey, this is Ryan and Tara at Hot Radio Maine. Who's this? 
Huh, Sabrina. Sabrina, where are you from? Uh, Biddeford. Sabrina, are you into the witchcraft? I am. I thought so. What a name like that. Um, <laughs> <our, laughs> Low hanging fruit. I went for it. Uh, all right. Uh, you're in charge of booking the next halftime show. Who's going to be performing? Uh, Alicia Keys. Ooh, that's a good pick. I just, I love Alicia Keys and I think she would be awesome. I have a picture with Alicia Keys. I met her during that whole phase where she wasn't wearing any makeup. And I don't think that, I think she's still doing She's still that. doing that? Yeah. Anyways, she looks amazing in the picture and I look like I need makeup like I look like a bum in it <laughs> and I wish I looked better I never post it because I look so terrible oh, in it and, and she was super nice uh, I saw her perform and she put on a great show and she actually sings too like the weekend sang live she sings live I think that's important too yeah actually I didn't get to see future last night because I was working but I'm getting ready to watch I'm the weekend sorry but I'm getting ready to watch it right now are you trying to do uh, some some skating some free skating over there at the rink at Thompson's Point I am let's make this happen we picked your text we're gonna hook you up oh awesome thank you yeah congratulations you got plans for Valentine's Day I actually don't there you go. You How could you go do? over there. You know what? I feel like you're a person that appreciates romance if you're choosing Alicia Keys for your halftime performance. I do. I really do. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you have a good Valentine's Day and you got some plans now. You can use them whenever, though. You don't have to use them on Valentine's Day, but you're getting uh, a pair of free admission passes and free skate rentals to the rink at Thompson's Point. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. It's all made how to main by Lee Credit Express. Do you need a low payment or no money down deal? Lee Credit Express works harder than anyone to get you into the vehicle you need even when all the dealers say no start at leakcredit.com awesome thank you hot radio man oh lord hot mornings with ryan delon and tara fox dirty on the 30 I'm excited about this. Uh, Super Bowl 55 MVP Tom Brady is going to be the subject of a new documentary series. Man in the Arena, Tom Brady is described as a multi-part new series set to debut later this year on ESPN Plus streaming services. I always felt like if they put me on the field, they're never going to take me off. Just a skinny little twerp out of Michigan. I didn't perceive him as a threat. What's so special about Tom? I'm going to talk trash to him and try to frustrate him. Kept going. Where's the respect? <laughs> I'm I'm so pumped for that. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. Skinny little twerp. Ah, uh, skinny little twerp who now has seven Super Bowl victories, uh, along with interviews with fellow players and former teammates. Man in the Arena features extensive uh, interviews with Tom Brady himself. In his own words, uh, each episode focuses on a single Super Bowl appearance and centers not just on the pivotal moments, but everything that leads up to them. So we're at least going to have seven episodes of this if each episode's <laughs> a separate Super. Bowl. Uh, pretty excited about this coming later this year. Uh, Man in the Arena Tom Brady docu-series on ESPN Plus streaming services. Whether you loved or hated the weekend's uh, Super Bowl halftime show, we were left with meme-worthy moments uh, as he was performing I Can't Fail My Face inside the uh, Chamber of Lights the weekend used a handheld camera. Uh, the effect was dizzying to say the least. One weekend meme said leaving the camera on selfie mode accidentally and I thought this was the funniest one of all the memes. Me trying to follow the host to my table at the Cheesecake Factory. And I've only been to the Cheesecake Factory a couple times because we don't have one near us, but that is literally how I would describe that experience. Your first time to the Cheesecake Factory is the most stressful thing you'll ever endure. Facts. I've never waited in a scenario like that. There's just a ton of people always in the waiting area. There's like thousands of people. They pack the house. And then it's such a big restaurant that when the hostess brings you and it's all these turns and there's rooms and different places and you have to follow her around. So that's where that meme comes in.
comes in. And then when you get to your table, you literally have like a menu that's the size of the Bible. It's <laughs> massive. Like, how do you choose something from this? I know. And I always choose the wrong thing. Whoever I'm with uh, gets the thing that I want. And I'm like, ah, I should have done that. There's too many options. I need like six options max. You know um, how everyone has, oh, when the pandi- t- pandemic's over, I'm going to do this. Tucker and I have been saying when the pandemic is over, we are going to Massachusetts <laughs> just to experience the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, that's it? That's the moment that for you? That is what we've been planning. We're back to normal when Tara and Tucker get to go to the Cheesecake we're like, Factory. Woo, we're crossing state lines. Uh, Amanda Gorman, the U.S. first youth poet laureate, delivered another powerful reading on Sunday. She was my favorite part of the inauguration, and she did a great job yesterday as well. She became the first person to recite a poem at the Super Bowl with her original poem. Gorman honored three honorary captains at Super Bowl 55, educator Tremaine Davis, nurse manager Susie Dorner, and veteran James Martin. Today, we honor our three captains for their actions and impact in a time of uncertainty and need. They've taken the lead, exceeding all expectations and limitations, uplifting their communities and neighbors as leaders, healers, and educators. Let us walk with these warriors, charge on with these champions, and carry forth the call of our captains. We celebrate them by acting with courage and compassion, by doing what is right and just. For while we honor them today, it is they who every day honor us. Shout out to all the, the frontline workers, uh, the healthcare workers that were in the stands. They were vaccinated and there was a ton of them in the stands. There was some from Maine that actually got to make the trip down there on the Pat's plane, yes. which was super uh, cool. Uh, Susie Dorner, who was one of the honorary captains at that poem, was about she actually got to take part in the coin toss. And she's a nurse manager, healthcare worker in uh, Tampa. So she That's was so like the cool. hometown hero out there. Uh, and she was the one that flipped the coin. Her, I thought, did a great job of singing America the Beautiful uh, before the game. Uh, the Grammy winner said, I think the goal for me is to make the song my own. I'm a huge fan of the different versions of America the Beautiful, but I really want to bring some different elements in there. Make it her, she said. Guitar kicks in. She made it her own. Although ever since you told me the first time you saw her perform <laughs> that story, yeah. Now I look at her uh, sunglasses I and I check too. every single time. You were where was it? I don't even know. I was somewhere in Massachusetts at a concert and she was the opener. And this was years ago. I had never heard of her before. And I'm like who is this? And she was wearing iconic sunglasses that she always wears for every performance, but they were so smudged. It looked like, you know, a toddler's sunglasses and yeah. they're greasy. It looked like my sunglasses. Yeah. It, they looked kind of gross. And when she kept getting zoomed in on the big screen, all I could focus on were her greasy glasses. The smudges from the fingers. You could see the fingerprints yes. on the glasses. I'm like, <laughs> would it kill you to wipe those off before you go on stage? That's what where like heck? somebody should have helped her out. She was an opening act at that point. If she right. was the headliner. So 
somebody would have been like, come here. And they would have uh, hit her with the cloth. But last night she looked immaculate. Yeah. I checked out the sunglasses. Every time I see her performing after you told me that story, I'm like, does she have smudges on those glasses? I'm like, no, those glasses look clean. She's, <laughs> at, the, she's at the point of her career where somebody's cleaning her glasses for her, which is yes. dope. Did you get a chance to watch any of the commercials or were you zoned out during that part? Okay. So I only saw a couple of commercials and one of them was absolutely terrifying. It was that movie trailer about these this family that's vacationing on a beach and then their kids are toddlers and then they turn into old people. I missed that one. It was really scary and disturbing. Uh, I saw <laughs> that one stuck with me. Reddit did like a five second uh, commercial for they did for Reddit. Yeah, I love Reddit. And basically, it was just this long essay. If you paused it, you could read the long essay. Yeah, but did you pause? I did not, but I later read the story and read what the essay said and basically just talked about Reddit being a forum discussion, mm-hmm. changed the world and talked about, you know, stock market, etc. Oh, well, I don't use it for the stock market. I use it for any reality TV show I watch. I search their name followed by Reddit and I spend hours reading those threads. And then the other commercial that got a lot of uh, mentions online was Drake making a surprise appearance in the State Farm uh, Super Bowl commercial. Uh, so they're on like a commercial set in the commercial mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes and Jake from State Farm start talking. Rodgers sees his stand in. It's the cheesehead guy from the old commercials. Paul Rudd plays Mahomes stand in. Yes. And Jake said he didn't have a stand in, but he actually did. Look, guys, I don't even have a stand in. Of course you do. Hold on. Is that Drake? That's right. Drake from State Farm. Like, like a, a good, good neighbor. neighbor. Like, like a, a good neighbor. neighbor. Stand-ins don't have lines. Oh, okay. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's how bored Drake is without being able to tour that he's taking State Farm commercials. That didn't sound right. Jake from State Farm, he was like, State Farm is there. Well, it was because they were talking over each other. And then he said State Farm is there at the end because in the middle of saying it, if you watch the commercial, Drake bites into an apple and ruins his flow. Okay, that totally makes sense now. You can watch the commercial. It's up on our Instagram at Hot Radio Maine. Sticking with the football news, surprise, Green Bay uh, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers appeared at the NFL Honors event on Saturday night where he won his third NFL MVP award. And then he casually dropped some pretty big news for him. No big deal. Let's see if you can catch it right here in the middle of him speaking during that award 2020 was definitely a crazy year 180 straight days of having my nose hair scraped uh, playing for you know very little fans or no stands the entire season i got engaged and i played some of the best football of my career <laughs> no fans i got engaged played some of the best football of my career I feel really bad for his ex. <laughs> I feel so bad for Danica Patrick. I was going to say Danica Patrick's the ex, right? Yeah. They broke up in like July, I think. And they were together for two years and she was fully convinced that they were going to get engaged. She did so many interviews about like seeing herself marrying him. And he's like, bye. And now he's engaged. Well, listen, I don't. I feel like that's the way it goes, though. I don't believe you break up and then you're like oh, now this is what I want. Yeah, that's true. But I don't believe every celebrity dating timeline because like they could have broken up a while ago and then the news broke uh, in July. Leaked. And like we just learned uh, that he was in a relationship with uh, Shailene Woodley, the right. actress. And now all of a sudden they're engaged, like dating for right. longer than when we just found out the uh-huh. news, which seems like, well, a couple weeks ago, yeah. if that. But the pandemic will also do that. It speeds things up. Accelerates it. It either things. accelerates it and you're like, yeah, this relationship's going to 
doesn't work or you're like, hell no, get me away from <laughs> this person immediately. Uh, but Shailene Woodley, 29 years old. I had to look up how old she is because in my head, she'll forever be a teenager. She always plays With a, a secret teenager. life. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, her life is kind of secret because we just found out about yeah, this. The secret life of a 29-year-old actress who's engaged to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Rodgers did not name her during his acceptance speech, but we know what a way to break the news there. One last thing for Dirty. I covered everything for the Super Bowl while you watched the Britney documentary. Saturday morning, I woke up, I had my coffee, and I watched the whole thing. We are sorry Britney was actually uh, trending yesterday on Twitter. A lot of people watching this really Realizing all the things that she went through. You, so were, you were talking a little bit about when you were younger and yeah. your, your feelings about it. Right. Well, it was very disturbing to get an inside look of what was actually happening to her life and the way the paparazzi harassed her and just everything she was dealing with in her personal life that obviously we knew nothing about. Because when I was younger and I was in middle school and she right. shaved her head. Yeah, everyone this remembers is, that This moment. is my idol. So I'm like, what the hell is wrong with her? What a freak. And now I'm like, oh my God, so insensitive. I, at the time, I didn't understand mental health awareness. I didn't really know my own mental health. I was a kid. But now as an adult, I look back, I'm like, people treated her terribly. And you also uh, look at her not as a person, but as like this figure, this, you know, you said role model. Yeah. And you don't realize that like she's a real person. She's going through stuff. This is crazy. Uh, This isn't a normal way to live your life. I know. Um, I got to check out the documentary. I watched like a few minutes of it and then passed out. It's so weird, though, when she did shave her head and attack the paparazzi with the umbrella. Everyone's like, why'd she do that? She's crazy. No one ever once considered she might have postpartum depression. Like no one ever considered that. Like. Like everyone just judged her. I think that's so weird. I think uh, that's also something that's positive with, we talk about uh, a lot of the negatives, 2020, 2021. I think like mental health, mental health awareness is right. in a different light now than it was oh, back then, for, for sure. sure. And people are more comfortable talking about it, uh, which is good. Still a long way to go, uh, but progress. Uh, framing Britney Spears. When I say I fell asleep during it, I mean, uh, I started watching, I think it's All the Little Things on HBO Max, the movie with Denzel. Oh, I gotta watch that. Um, I started watching that and I I fell asleep and then I woke up and I started watching and I'm like, wait, what part of the movie is this? Like, how long was I sleeping? And the documentary uh, framing Britney Spears was on and it was because Mora had changed the channel when I fell asleep. Oh my God. I was so confused. I'm like, Britney Spears is in this movie? Like, I don't remember that. You have to watch this and form your own opinion. I cried. Also, you cry. Uh, trending online was people looking for an apology from Justin Timberlake because of the documentary. He is literally the root of all evil. I've been saying it for years I hate that man and now I have even more of a reason to you uh, did say it last week and I was a little taken aback by it but then everybody jumped on your bandwagon after this uh, documentary dropped or a lot of people did Um, they were saying that he used the whole breakup and everything as like a a springboard for his career yeah and he had a lookalike in his music videos. Yeah, like he painted the Try Me River video. An evil, evil person. He definitely did do that. So they're the looking for an apology. No, uh, no comment yet from Justin oh, Timberlake. Oh, I doubt he will. Uh, Dirty on the Thirties made how to made by Sanford Sound. Go check out their incredible new digs, fourteen thirty eight Main Street, right near the Traffic Circle in South Sanford. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time. Hot man. mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. Of course, we had to start with this. Tom Brady gets his seventh ring. The Bucks defeated the Chiefs 31-9 to in Super Bowl 55, giving Tampa Bay its first NFL title in 18 years. Brady and Gronk connected for two touchdowns. Does this sound familiar? Announcer Jinx is here as Brady's pass. It's Gronkowski! Back again! 
history. The old Patriot teammates. See, when I'm hearing that call and I don't have to look at the TV, I'm just visualizing them still wearing Patriots jerseys. I think everyone was. <laughs> Super Bowl 55 MVP Brady told Tampa Bay they'd see him next season as if there was any question. No controversy this offseason for Tom Brady. He laughed it off at the end of the game. He's like, you know the answer. I'm coming back. <laughs> Seven's not enough for the guy. He wants eight, nine, ten. Does he get another one? I can't believe one we're... For every finger. We're already talking about this. Like, he's done enough. His legacy is cemented. Seven rings. Congratulations, Tom Brady. You're right five six seven i don't know why i have to do the math on my fingers as i do it but he's got three more fingers to go only three only three to go then he starts working on the toes oh neither has formally declared candidacy but signs point to about between janet mills and paula page in the next election for maine's what? governor we're a little under uh two years from this so we got some time but uh things are starting to fall in place mills collected an early endorsement thursday from emily's list and if i'm breathing i'm running lepage told wgan a while back uh, the key issue in the campaign is sure to be the COVID-19 pandemic. Obviously, uh, LePage feels like Mills could have handled it differently. There's a lot of people out there, self-included, that feel like Mills did a good job compared to other states. So we'll see how that goes down. I think we're like 21 months away. I feel like if Paul LePage was my dad, he would scream at me at the top of his lungs. What are you doing? He does give off those vibes. <laughs> <laughs> The U.S. tops 27 million COVID-19 cases with over 463,000 deaths. The Maine CDC reported one new death and 154 new cases on Sunday, bringing Maine's death toll to 635 with 123 Mainers currently hospitalized. Experts predicted the flu would complicate COVID-19, but it appears the pandemic may have actually helped to keep the flu cases down. Maine has seen a more than 95% drop. Whoa. Around 1,700 uh, reported flu cases have been reported in Maine this time last year year. So far this season, we only have 106 here in Maine. It appears the safety precautions that Mainers are taking with COVID-19 are helping to keep the flu rate down. It's totally because of wearing a mask too. Wearing a mask. Of social distancing. And I don't have the official stats, but I believe more Mainers got the flu shot this year than, uh, past, than years. past years because they were thinking it was going to be so bad yeah. with both of them hitting at the same time that they were encouraging everybody to at least get the flu shot while they were working on the COVID vaccine. Today is National Football Hangover Day. Are you hungover? I'm not hungover, but I'm definitely tired. I'm tired too, and I barely even watch the game. <laughs> I think you can celebrate National Football Hangover Day if you're just tired and you're at work the next day. Shouts to everybody that's going through it this morning. Yeah. We feel your, your pain. In a recent survey, 43% of people said that they'd give up one of their company holidays in exchange for having Super Bowl Monday off. Okay, I would not give up one of my holidays. I would say just tack this one on. Just get an extra holiday yes. now you're getting greedy but i like where your head's at well there's nothing wrong with being greedy what's one more day exactly we should also have uh what are they called siestas we should be allowed a siesta in the middle of the day is that what they're called where you get to take a, a nap power nap yeah you get everybody gets to take a nap and everything shuts down oh yes you know how yeah. other countries do that mm -hmm. We should implement that. That four-day work week and uh, Super Bowl Monday off. That's Lovely. My, that's my platform. I'm going to be up there running for governor against Mills. <laughs> and, and you would page. not yell at me. <laughs> it might. It depends on <laughs> what's going on. Well, five things you need to know. It's Hot Radio Maine. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Here's a cautionary tale. 
Oh, God, what? I don't know if, how your Facebook uh, algorithm set up, but the videos that I get are from people that I don't necessarily follow, but I guess they think that I want to see these videos. And sometimes I'll get these dumb prank videos. Oh, I cannot stand prank videos. And I'm like, they're not even funny. Sometimes, most they're of the cringy. time, they're really mean-spirited. Who goes out there? And then I get annoyed because I look at the view count and all mm -hmm. of that stuff. And people are obviously doing it for the views and the comments and all of that stuff. And they're wildly popular. Right. Stop showing those to me and my algorithm. Anyways, here's a cautionary Can tale. Can I hear this and show you more? Yeah, of course. Here's a cautionary tale. Uh, a 20-year-old YouTuber was shot and killed Friday night after a prank he was filming went wrong. Nashville cops uh, say he and his friends were filming a robbery prank. Oh my God. And approached a group of people uh, while wielding butcher knives. One of the guys in that group uh, wasn't aware it was a prank, didn't know who this person was. Obviously. And ended up shooting and killing him in what he says is self-defense. It is self-defense. I would be terrified in that situation. Yeah, I don't know uh, the exact uh, details of this story, but I've seen videos like this in my timeline. I'm like, that could have went really badly they're so dumb so use that as a cautionary tale don't go out there and try to make a lot of money by doing prank videos on youtube